0: Hello, my friends, and welcome. You are listening to Soul Inspired Decisions, a podcast for ordinary moms living extraordinary lives. My intention with this podcast is to teach, motivate, and inspire by sharing stories, tools, and strategies to help you unlock your greatest fears, annoying habits, and old stories, and make a move towards the things that have been on your heart. If you have been a little lost or in a funk and want to reconnect with your purpose, your passion, and feel empowered again, then this is the best place for you to be hanging out. My name is Carrie Lickway and I'm an ordinary mom making extraordinary decisions. This is me putting one foot in front of the other, moving towards my next goal and hoping to inspire you along the way. Let's get started. Welcome back to Soul Inspired Decisions. Today I have a very special friend, her name is Kristen, who I've only really known for only months, but our paths keep crossing in a unique way and uh, completely guided by intuition on how I approach her and, and chat with her. It's a really uh, kind of inspiring to me on how this is happening and how it lays out. And even tonight being here has been kind of by nudges from um, the universe, I guess, as you could say it. So I would like to introduce to you. Kristen, welcome to the podcast. This is exciting.
1: It is super exciting.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah.
0: So tell me about yourself, Kristen.
1: Um, so my name is Kristen. <laughs> I have two kids, um, a girl and a boy. Arizona is eight and Mason is six. Um, I'm a single mom and I were, I'm a social worker by trade and uh, I work at the county with FCSS right now, but I've done multiple different roles and worn different hats over the years, so I kind of have a multitude of things that I do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a very upbeat, welcoming personality. It's incredibly refreshing. Have you heard that before?
1: <laughs> Sometimes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I That's something that I mean, 2021 or 2020, I should say, has tried to really knock that out of me, but Mm -hmm. it's slowly coming back again. Yeah, I think for the most part, um, I am pretty upbeat and positive and welcoming, which is why I love my job so much now, because that's what I do is welcome people into our center and families and kids. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. So that's, you work with
0: FCSS, Lackalbush County, and you guys have a very well-known program, correct?
1: Yes. We used to be parent links. So, I mean, if anybody that's listening knows about parent links, like that's definitely more common. I would say that people would know Mm -hmm. about that because even years ago (laughs) when I did my practicum was actually at a parent link in Edmonton. So Mm -hmm. I think people are more familiar with that term, but now we are called Young Family Connections. And so, yeah, we're we're under Lockowish County, under FCSS, and we have like a wide range of programs working with kids zero all the way up to 18, and then as well as with adults and seniors.
0: Yeah, that's a, a good range and it, and it serves the community well. Mm-hmm. You have a love for kids?
1: Working yes, with them? Yeah. definitely. I would definitely say all my job is, yeah, working with kids. I love working with, um, with kids. And I, and how do I say that? Yeah. I just, I have a passion of working with families. Um, I've always liked, like I worked in the schools. Uh, I work for big brothers, big sisters. That's kind of just, that's always been like my calling of where I've gone to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my boys are both very drawn to you. It's a, uh... Quite incredible how they'll just go sit by you and, and just feel like it's just like a welcoming hug. You can tell that they just love it, love being in your presence. It's really neat to see. It's really neat to witness that as a mom and, and not be intimidated or judgmental or fearful of it, but just see the the connection that they naturally have with you. Yeah. So you took a, a new position oh, that's really new. this year. Exciting. Sorry. Uh, tell me about that.
1: Yeah, so this year, um, so I was with Young Family Connections for about a year and a half. And and then an opportunity came up um, to take on the team lead role. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of interesting because when I joined um, Young Family Connections, it was actually in a mat leave. So I knew I only had a year and then we'll see what happens, kind of play by ear. And so uh, when the time came up, then the girl that I was not covering for mat leave, she was actually coming back to her job. So I was really sad because I knew that they can't just make me a job as much as Mm -hmm. everyone liked having me around as much as I worked hard and did good things. Like they can't just make a job for you. Mm -hmm. So I was really sad. And then I guess I should be a tiny bit thankful about COVID because we were so busy that they were able to keep me on um there was a whole bunch of other things that kind of came into play um with other workers and stuff and there was just time that needed to be filled and I have always um I really enjoy working part, as part of a team so I'd always kind of filled in in different places too I'd helped with like our team worker and the senior worker as well so it was just I was um I was just part of the team it was easy to keep me on instead of having extra casuals or whatever it was and so Then they extended my contract (laughs) till the summer. They said till July 31st. And I, every year we go away at the end of July. So I had put in my time off request well ahead of time for the end of July. And Mm -hmm. I was going to be leaving on, I don't know, like, let's say like the 23rd or something. And so I was saying to everybody, like, I'm done. Like, because technically this is my last week, but Mm -hmm. I'm using my last week to go on vacation because we go away and I'm saying goodbye to everyone. And I'm telling everyone goodbye. And one of the ladies I work with, she like tells her husband, like, you know, it's Kristen's leaving. And he's like, no, she's not. Like they they renewed her contract. And I was like, so he tells them, like, did anyone tell Kristen she's going on vacation? So they call me up and they're like, oh yeah, you're you're renewed till the end of December. And I was like, What? <laughs> I, uh-huh. thought I was out the door. I was leaving. I was saying my again. And it's funny because I had kind of come to terms with it too, because I was like, I guess I'll just be off for the month of August and then you know, I'll have a vacation for the summer and then I'll figure something out in September. I'll just figure it out. And I've always worked extra jobs. I've always, um, I've always worked a lot of jobs. So, you know, being a single mom, just having a ton of jobs. When I started with the county, I was still with Big Brothers Big Sisters, slowly worked that down until it was just like a point two. I've worked at the hospital before I was still casual there. So I was like, I'll just pick up extra shifts at the hospital. And we'll, I'll be fine. And then they told me my contract was extended. And I was like, well, that's even better news. I can stay. Yeah. Stay. For great. Sure. So then I'm still there. And then my job was ending in December. But there was no talks of anything being able to happen after December because now we're like going on nine months into COVID. So that's kind of crazy. So then the opportunity came up to apply for the position for the team lead. And I guess I could talk about this too. I don't know if I ever told you this, that at the same time, another position came up and I applied for that one as well. (laughs) So I applied for two jobs um, because I I needed a job. Like I, as as far as I knew at December 31st, I was done, I had no position. Mm -hmm. So I applied for both. And on a Tuesday, I got a call at 10 a.m. from one and at 10.30 from the other, offering Uh me both positions. So that was like right before Christmas and there are like things I like, you know, like there are two things I don't really like in life that people would be surprised. One is that I hate talking about myself and yet here I am talking about myself. (laughs) So that's that's why like interviews and like job interviews make me so stressful. Everyone's like, it's your time to shine. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to talk about myself. Like I freak out. And then two is change. I hate hmm. change. I'm afraid of change. I know change is good and I know things have to change, but I don't want anything to change. Like I just, it's such a fear for me. So when I got both those offers, I was like, oh, and letting people down. So now I'm like, oh my goodness. Now I've had to talk about myself. Now I'm gonna have to let somebody down. You can't say yes to two full-time jobs. That's physically impossible. So mm-hmm. I, ha- somebody has to be let down. And everything's going to change no matter what. So for like four days, I basically cried every day. (laughs) I'd call people and be like, what do you think? And I was trying to ask like so many people's advice. And really like at the end of the day, I had to take my own advice. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. nobody can tell me what, what was the right move to make and whatnot. And in the end, I decided that I need to take a chance on myself. And I think I've always been, Because this is just how my dad raised me. (laughs) Like, watch one of my cousins is gonna listen to this and they're gonna laugh. But like, my dad has just always been like, you work hard, you know, like you job security, do your taxes, (laughs) you know. He he doesn't for me, but do them, you know, all that stuff. And so I was sure that when I told my dad about this, he was gonna say, but it's not permanent. Like, it's just again to be a team lead. It was for a mat leave again. It's not permanent. And so when I talked to him about it, and he said, well this is your chance to be a supervisor. Like you've never taken on that type of role. I've done it a little bit with practical students, but not really in a full-time role. He's like, this is, this is your chance to get that experience. And I was like, yeah, like it it is, it's my chance to show that I can be a supervisor, that I can be a leader and to take a chance on myself. And yes, it's temporary, but again, anything can happen. And like like I tell my boss, I said I'm just like that like dog that you guys adopted, and I'm like never going away because <laughs> I I'm a dog.
0: That's <laughs> that's a great analogy.
1: <laughs> oh god! So yeah, so that's what led me to the position I'm in now, and like the beginning of it was really rocky. Like the first like month, just like not only was I taking on like a new role, but like we're in COVID. So then you're figuring out like all the restrictions you're dealing with that. Um, Then you're dealing with going from being a coworker to now a supervisor to your coworkers. And then we had people that were leaving to other positions and different stuff. So Mm -hmm. there was a lot of like thrown at me at once. Mm -hmm. And It's interesting because I said to my manager the other day, like, I finally feel like now I'm on like the other side of it. And I'm like excited to see now what the rest of this year can bring, because I made it through kind of like the muckier times, the tougher times. And now I can just really, really do it.
0: Yeah, that's that's an incredible story because you went from hating change. don't like it to completely changing positions, changing gears I mean, and mean, it sounds like your outlook has changed months later as you have learned to navigate the whole shift of COVID and your new position and probably your family life as well. So that's yes. an incredible, incredible journey. And you came to the decision, you were given the opportunity to choose between two different positions and you made the decision to follow your heart, basically, uh, mm-hmm. and take a chance to be a leader, to be a supervisor and... You've got to feel really proud of yourself, I would think.
1: And I do. Yeah, I do feel really proud of myself. And I think, like, it was funny because even when I was thinking about the jobs, like, um, one was at a school. So, like, thinking, like, I could be at a school where my kids are at, but Mm -hmm. kids don't stay at the same school forever. They move on, you know. And, like, Arizona had even made a comment to me about, oh, then when I'm at this school, you could be at this school. And then when I'm at the high school, you could be back at the bold center. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to think about it, but it's not that far away where she'll be at the school next to me anyways. So it's like that, that can't be a reason for picking a job or not. So it was like, I really need to think about what is going to be best for me, because then whatever's best for me is going to be what's best for us all in the long run. And I was just, like I had said to people, I'm done working a bunch of little jobs. I want to work a full-time job and, and with a good, so that i can just work that job and when we're when i'm off i'm off there's no i have to pick up a night shift here or i have to do this extra stuff now too
0: yeah so have you seen your family dynamic shift at home with uh letting some of the little pieces go and being able to free up your time to just focus on your little family and then be separate at work
1: i think so like I used to dread Sundays because mm-hmm. Sundays is like, you know, the precursor to the Monday of, you know, <laughs> that's work is coming and oh my goodness. And um, well, one of the things that I loved about Sundays was when we joined Ski Club. That was the best thing for us by far was to join Ski Club because then we, and that all kind of happened as I became a supervisor too. And so then on Sundays, we'd lay around literally till it was time to go skiing. Then we'd go ski. And then mm-hmm. we come back and lay around, and I was like, "We got fresh air today, so I'm winning." Like I just Aww. felt like I was having the best. So now I'm really trying to make, and I think I have since I've taken on this new role, made weekends weekends. Like oh good. We, like Friday night is like movie night. We stay up later, and then like Saturday, it's like, what I say sleep in, but we all know what sleep in means. It just means I'm out of bed you know? <laughs> perfect. We'll a bit later, and then like same thing, like. I'll, I'll try and do like laundry and stuff on Saturday. So that Sunday, like if we lay around all day, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's okay if we lay around all day.
0: Yeah, what a great message. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay even when you have a lot of things to do, but you're making it okay in your life. And that's, yeah. that's a wonderful thing, yeah. And then, then I somehow came into your life and created <laughs> more work for you to do, which is... <laughs> bizarre because we've never again we've never really met and yet we met at the pool one day that's probably my first real um spark of talking to you and we talked about earrings remember that
1: oh no I see that's funny I was thinking when was like the first time we
0: had that (laughs) That would have been (laughs) probably the fall I think and and that was probably it. And I thought about the earrings a few times, honestly, after that, because they were so pretty on you. And
1: and then those ones. Ah, that's funny.
0: <laughs> and then uh, right around Christmas, I had this idea, but I didn't know what to do with it, or where to go with it, or how to approach it. And then one morning. Throughout my day I heard the like I heard cuz I follow my intuition and it's becoming clearer over the years as I know what the nudges are but I heard call Kristen and I'm like I don't even know Kristen. <laughs> why do I why do I need to call her so I ignored it cuz we often get signs or have breadcrumbs and nudges and we don't follow them and I chose not to. And the the next day again you need to contact Kristen. I was And I was like, no, I I can't hear this. This is, I don't even know why. Like, why would she want to talk to me? (laughs) And then I I know Wednesday, it was pretty strong. It was like, you need to email Kristen. And I did email it. I did do up the email. I had my virtual assistant edit it. So I knew it was ready to go. And once she sent it back to me and said, it's good. I was, I could have just pressed send and I still didn't. And then I let it go Thursday. And when we wake up in the morning, we're very, our minds are very clear. Um, We haven't had any negativity fill our brains yet. And um, I walked by the bathroom. I can still feel it so loud, so clear. And it was, it was call Kristen. And I was like, in my mind, come on, it's 535 in the morning, but it was so clear and so loud. Um, So I was like, okay, I'll I'll do it today. I'll do it fine. Uh, And I think I called you and you were in a meeting. Mm -hmm. I was like oh totally not meant to be sorry about your luck it's not what I'm hearing so then I because of all the things I teach and talk about I'm like you need to shift you need to shift your mindset focus on something different so I was like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a run I'm gonna completely shift my mind got ready and I was locking the door and my phone came on and I I knew I hadn't touched it, but it came on and it was one, 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 one. And I was like, Oh, I'm totally aligned with going running today. This is awesome. And I went running and I got to the highway and I'm like, Oh shoot, it's slushy and icy. I'm going to pull a muscle because I'm old now. And I, I can't pull a muscle because then I'll hurt forever. So I, I better go get my running, um, grips. So I, as I walked back to my vehicle, again, it was like, look at your phone. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'll look at my phone and your name. I seen your name finally. And it was all of a sudden it clicked. So I checked your message and you had actually phoned me at the one, 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 one. I was like, Oh my goodness. At 1111, Kristen called me. So it was like, you better get home right now. And you better call her because that is your sign that you need to follow your intuition. Um, this and we had a really good conversation. Yeah. I don't even know what we talked about. It was so good. But <laughs> in the end, um, I pitched to you this five week empowered women series uh to help moms realign with who they are. And and we're there. I mean, months later, mm-hmm. we're there, we're in it right now. <laughs> and I I think it's so fascinating how each and every one of us have these little nudges, signs, breadcrumbs, whatever it may be. And we're so busy in our mom life that we sometimes don't acknowledge them, don't listen to them. And, um, and then they pass us by, but I'm so grateful that it was so loud. Um, It was my, my destined to do this course, which is, which is seems to be very powerful to many of the women. So we're having great results, even though I'm, Mm I'm still so unsure of what I'm doing because I still get in my way <laughs> so much. <laughs> but, no, I think um, it's great. <laughs> it's Very cool how it worked. And then yeah. after our workshop the other night, again, it was because I've been writing a list of the moms that I would like to have on my a podcast who are living their ordinary lives, um, doing extraordinary things. So I consider you, you know, I, an extraordinary mom doing the things she does to light herself up, and in our conversation, <laughs> I'm looking. I know I'm supposed to ask you <laughs> to be on my podcast. I've heard your name again all week, <laughs> not sure <out> how <laughs> it would line in. You say to me, "Man, I." had something happen today I wanted to post on Instagram (laughs) and I was like you're not posting it on Instagram you're going to be on my podcast and share it because it's such a great message for moms and teaching their kids message so yeah it's it's really I think it's um such great synchronicities that have led us here and So you have also a message that has come up this past week. Um, So why don't you share a little bit about what you and your daughter were chatting about?
1: I will. And, you know, I have to say it's so funny because I do remember that that phone call that day um, because we were also doing a workshop. And when I saw that you wanted to talk, I was like, Oh my goodness, she's canceling. Like, what do I do if she cancels? And then we ended up having yeah this great conversation leading to, definitely not canceling it ran the next day and um even better workshop um coming out of it and I do think it's going amazing and yeah it is listening to those nudges and I think it's funny that you say like like you're not even still sure if it's going like the way it's supposed to go because Mm -hmm. uh, me and Christine often say like Carrie has a plan she does we just know she does because every (laughs) every time I talk to you like I'm like yeah Yep. Like it just like little things click and it's, yeah, it doesn't even seem like there is a like plan in our conversations. But then at the end of it, I'm like, that's obviously what she wanted me to get out of that conversation because <laughs> like I <totally> feel like, <laughs> I seem to have that effect
0: on people and hearing more and more and more. So it's, yeah. <laughs> and it's that's
1: like... what I see to a lot of people, a lot of my friends, I encourage them to sign up for the workshop because I said, there, there's just like, I said, there's a message there. And I can't tell you what that message is because you're going to interpret it, however you interpret it, however it fits your life. But I just mm-hmm. know that there's going to be a message there for you. And I think it was so important too, when you talked about how like that message might not be there today, but it might be there like later on. and we remember. Yeah. yeah, even today is so neat.
0: Uh, just looking at the ladies' comments on, you know, just looking mm-hmm. at what they're doing well. And some of them are, I can connect with them instantly. And some of them I can't because it's not the right timing. So it's very interesting how it's worked out. Um, Again, just following uh, my soul and what I need to say to these women to empower them to know that they they are really great moms. But there's also this feminine, great feminine woman side to them that's still alive and well and worthy of being, wearing a dress and having... Uh, great conversation and getting out of the mom mode for a few minutes and getting out of that bubble and taking a breath of fresh air to connect with yourself. Again, there's something so powerful in it. Um, so it's been really cool, but uh, let's hear your, what you yeah. discovered with your daughter and a conversation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I have always, um, like I said, I, I work a lot and I've mm-hmm. always worked like little jobs and I mean, I've always said that parenting is like the hardest job ever with like little to no rewards like I mean it's very rewarding, but it's also like they're not gonna tell you that you're doing a good job <laughs> ever I know I've you know? heard <laughs> my new mom friends about that they're not gonna tell you, but I've always want my kids like i th- i like I know that they know I work hard, but I'm like, do you know how hard I work like do you <laughs> know that like I'm exhausted at the end of the night like do you know that like I would love to be there for every little thing that goes on. I would love to, um, if you're tired, let you sleep in and just take you to school later or something like I would love to, but I I can't, I have to work, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and I don't, and I do do it because I love it, but I also do it because I have to. And, Um, So I always think like, my kids are never gonna appreciate me until they're like my age, (laughs) And so we were driving to, so I'm starting to walk to work is how this kind of all started. This was my little challenge to myself is that I'm gonna walk to work and I'm gonna walk there every day back. And it's not far for those that know, it's not very far. So it's a nice short walk, but there have already been like, one day my mom's like, are you sure you're gonna walk? It's pretty cold. Or I had a really crazy Tuesday that threw off everything but I've still been like pushing through and walking. And I seem to find like little excuses come up and I'm like, nope, like this is how I'm gonna solve this. So I had some books that I wanted to go out to a program but they were at my house cause I was donating them and I wanted them to be at school, the, the bowl center. But I'm like, I can't lug this box of books to the bowl center. I, I'm not gonna carry that much weight with me. So I'm like, what am I gonna do? So then I thought, you know what? Well, I'll get one of the staff to pick it up from my house on her way into work. I'll put it on the steps. For her, so as we were leaving the house, I did the talk to text thing as we were driving, and I said, "I said, can you do me a huge favor when you get when you get to town? Can you stop and get the books on your way to work? They're on my step." So my kids hear this in the background, and Arizona goes, "Who was that?" And I'm like, it "Has nothing to do with you." because They're always <laughs> on. has nothing to do with you. And she's like, "Well, I know it wasn't. Uh, I told her I was going to tell this story, so it's okay. I know it wasn't Auntie Lauren." because she works from home. She doesn't work at the bull center. And I just, in that moment, I was like, well, yeah, it's not. And then I like kind of sat and thought about it. And I was like, that's so interesting how like Arizona just assumes everyone works. And like Arizona and Lauren does work. She works from home. Like she's a stay at home mom and she works really hard and she's really good at that. And, but Arizona didn't say like, well, I know it's not Auntie Lauren because she doesn't have a job. Like she didn't say that. She said, I know it's not Angela because she works from home. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how amazing is it that she just like assumes that everyone works and knows that everyone works kind of thing. And like that just like really made my heart happy because I'm like, yeah, she does work from home. You're right. Like, and it's not something that we ever like talked about, but I think just she understands the world is that we all work, I guess. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know, it was a powerful moment for me because I was just like, so like, yeah she does work her home. You're right. Like I was so happy that she said that. And, and I did share that message later on with Lauren and like talk to her about that. And I know like that is something that she's working through too, because she's done both, you know, worked out of the home and in the home and it was nice for her to hear that from the mouth of an (laughs) eight-year-old. Right. Yeah. A very powerful
0: moment from an eight-year-old. Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Just so innocent how they view the world, you know? And so, um, Like, yeah, like you said, like with no negativity, no other, like, no judgment, judgments and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was really nice. And somehow it made me feel more appreciated too. I don't know why, but it just,
0: (laughs) I could see that. Yes. For any mom (laughs) out there, when your child says you work hard, that's what we want to hear because we feel so unappreciated most days, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) oh yeah no that that's uh, so super cool that she was so aware of what was happening through the day seeing your life Lauren's life and I mean just the message she received in those few moments of everyone works and in her mind everyone works really hard
1: yeah oh super cute Mm -hmm. no that was Uh, really that was really nice. It was really, it was a really nice start to my day that day. Cause I was like, well, mm-hmm. that's a nice little moment. I just like for reflected sure. on it. Yeah. yeah. So what else
0: are you hoping that your kids are picking up from you as you navigate changes and challenges throughout your life as a single mom? Um,
1: like, like, honestly, that is one of the biggest things for me is that I just want my kids to be kind and to be hard workers that's something I really really value so I think I hope that they see that like I'm a hard worker and like you have to work hard for things I think that's something my dad always instilled in me again I go back to my childhood and mm-hmm. you know my dad was be always like work hard and um it's it's actually interesting because like I have two brothers too and they don't have one has similar views to me and then one is like way on the other side. Okay. Um, but like my dad, when he started, like he was, um, an intern, right. And he like worked his way all the way up in the levels of government, you know? And so for me, it was like, there is no job that's beneath me. Like every job is a good job is an opportunity is something. And that's how I've always been to, um, and I think that's also why I, I just get along with people because I think that everybody's job is so important to everything. And I, I would hope that COVID has also taught people that like that every job is important. The yeah. jobs that we don't necessarily consider, like the most glamorous, like mm-hmm. the grocery store, we wouldn't have groceries if people weren't at those jobs, you know what I mean? So yes. I think that has just been, you know, something that I've always just like, I want my kids to know that like you work hard that all jobs are good jobs, you know, like, and then I always say to them, like, the most important thing is to be kind to somebody, like to, to others. Like, I just think that's so important when the teacher calls and they tell me, you know, like, I, I I do want them to do good in school and I'm I'm glad to hear when they're doing good in school, but I also want to know, like, how do they treat their students? Like, yeah. how, how are they with their, how does that kind of go? So that to me is really important. And I like to hear, you know, that Arizona is just like me and talks too much, <laughs> but she's nice, right? She's nice to her friends. And I want her to keep that, to keep that part of her, because I think this is something I often talk about with my friends too, is that like Arizona's style is very like eccentric, you know, which some may say is my style as well, <laughs> but that was my style when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And then I went through like junior high, high school and that's not so cool. And I was very, I, I, was not sure of myself. I did not have self-confidence. So I kind of let that get like beat out of me a little bit. And then going on into my later years, then I was like, I don't care if you don't like my sweater. Like I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love wearing rompers and there are some people that like, I can never wear a romper. And I'm like, I don't even know if I'm pulling it off, but it's comfy <laughs> on me. And I think it looks good. Mm-hmm. And I feel that if you feel good in something and you like it, then it does look good on you. And so that's like the kind of stuff that I want Arizona. I want her to like always feel comfortable in her own skin. And if she likes to wear polka dots, wear polka dots. Right.
0: (laughs) How do you come to that point as an adult that you know it's okay and to see how you're living life and reflect back on your past and how you want to send that message to your daughter?
1: That it's okay. I don't know how you are. (laughs) yeah Yeah. you came to that you discovered that through your own calendar Mm -hmm. I honestly don't know how I came to that point I think it was just um I think it's finding the right people is part of it Mm. finding the right people to surround yourself with and of course once you leave high school you realize that there's no such thing as cool so (laughs) like that You know, kind of goes out the window, right? So it really doesn't matter anymore as much. So I think that was a little bit of it, slowly, kind of, you know, going into college and stuff, and you kind of finding your own way. And then I think when you find enough people, and that could even be like two or three people that just appreciate you for you, yeah, that's all. There's right, like then you're like, okay, I'm okay with that. Like, actually, I have to tell you a funny story. See, I told you, I don't, I don't do silence. This is great. This is good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I, I have a friend and she had this sweater and we always joke about this sweater because we worked together at, um, at a job and she, three times she wore this sweater and she loved the sweater and three times she wore it someone made a comment about it one time it was like it's too bright one time it made her look like a Christmas tree one time it was old ladyish like there was made a comment about it and she was like I, I, I'm, I'm getting rid of this I'm throwing out the sweater and I'm like little Miss Porter So I was like, can I just have it as my office sweater? Like, can you leave it in my office? I still have that sweater to this day. This was over 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. I wear it and Mm I always get a compliment when I wear it. It never fails. But I think it's because I really don't think, I really don't care if you think that I love Christmas too much because I do love Christmas (laughs) too much. I don't care if you think I look like tinsel in it because... I like tinsel, like, you know, so I think it's just like, I just wear it with like that, that attitude that then people like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> don't it sounds like you just know now as an adult, what you truly love. And when we
0: know what we truly love, there's just yes, nothing gets in our way. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. I could make one of better. So of- yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: And it wouldn't bother you.
1: Yes. And- <laughs> And I think that's what I try and tell Arizona. Like I let her, she dresses herself. She's dressed herself for a long time. And definitely there's outfit choices that I'm like, oof. like, is she going to wear that? But I'm like, yeah, you wear that. Like if you are, if it is clean and you are happy, who cares if he, she's wearing like dot mm-hmm. legs with a striped dress, you know, like, you know, and her style is actually very similar to mine. <laughs> I, I see it. In her, when she walks out the door and she's wearing like a long cardigan, we are a cardigan family (laughs) and, and I love it.
0: Yeah. So you must actually feel very proud. In those moments. Yes. Um, That's sweet. So what about your son? What sort of uh, things do you see coming out of him as you're navigating and working hard uh, and shifting. What messages are do you see him picking up from you? I, I would
1: hope the same things. Um, I mean, he's pretty young, so he's young. He's six. He has a big heart. He's like me with my heart. I would say, mm-hmm. like he definitely has a big heart. And so I'm, I'm just trying to keep that big heart. I guess, mm-hmm. like I'm trying to keep him. I like that and keep him doing good and that's something I struggle with as a single parent just because I feel like you can only do so much and then when they are with the other person that's there's different things that happen and so I always like I I always get really anxious and I I heard this thing like anxiety can only live in the what's it? anxiety can only live in the future right because you can you can't be I can't be anxious like right now because it's happening Mm -hmm. so I I try not to think about things that like I can't control when he's not around me like I can only control on the now. So I always like, if he's being kind, I make sure to like, you know, thank him for that and to point it out. And he is like him and Arizona, they love each other so much. And Mm -hmm. I love their relationship. They can fight like the best of them, (laughs) but they do deep down, they really, truly love each other. And I think that is such a special thing. So I always try and like, you know, like commend them for that and like being nice to each other. Um, And just he's very smart. So I want to always um push that in him too, because I think sometimes it's harder for boys. I don't know, like, you know, as they get older, like they're not supposed to really be like into books and for stuff. Sure. like that. And I'm like, no, you love reading, keep reading, keep doing the things that you love. And I want to like, he, he's not really into like any kind of sports right now. And I'm not going to push him. Like, if that's not what you want to do, like, don't do that. Like, he loves dance. He loves dance play. So like, let's do dance play then, you know, like Mm -hmm. I like to him to do the things he enjoys. And so I think that's really good. And then I think I would say like the biggest shift I have seen since I took on a new role was that just being outdoors more because, and I, that has also been because of COVID that we haven't been involved in 60 million things. We were able to slow down a bit. But now I like that and I don't really want to go back to being overloaded with things and I'm really trying not to That's a good because point. yeah, we get to go outside now. And I was even saying to you the other day, like, I feel bad when it's like 730 and I have to call him in because he loves being outside and I'm like, you're enjoying it. It's still nice out. Like it's mm-hmm. still light outside. That, that outside fresh air is so good for you and burning off that energy, like he'll sleep better. Everything will go better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The summertime, the sunset up here, it's very different from, because I'm from more of the central Southern Alberta, and it's very much darker just five hours away than up here is what's very different. You wouldn't think so, mm-hmm. um, but it's uh, the, it's not as dark as quick and it's, it's very noticeable. And the kids, yeah, yeah they don't want to go to bed and ours are already struggling with, but it's still light. Oh, I, you know, this is so good yeah so what's one message that you would share with our listeners our moms the women of the world who are looking to up level and go after a new career or a new job or a new dream that they're they're sort of eyeing up but are not sure
1: (laughs) I think the biggest thing is and believe me when I say this I'm taking my own advice and I need to listen to my own advice and it's hard work um but you have to do things for yourself like you have to like this is the hardest thing I've had to learn is like you have to stop thinking about everyone else and how it's going to affect them or what it's going to do for them um especially when it comes to work because the sad truth I had to learn is that um you're always replaceable yeah. no matter what. And that, that doesn't mean, that's not a bad thing because no. I think people think that's a bad thing. I think it's a bad thing, but you can be amazing at your job and you can do so many good things, but someone else can do it too. Like, right. you know, and maybe they won't do it as well, but they'll do it. And so you're always replaceable. So you can't think like, Oh, I'm going to let them down. If I, if I go for this other opportunity or I can't, you know, you can't really think about that. And like, even when I think about me taking like mat leaves, like I can't really think about what's going to happen because nobody knows what's going to happen in a year. I don't even know what might happen next month. Like anything could happen. Mm -hmm. So yes, it would be great to have that security, but I mean, that's also a false security sometimes too, because like I said, anything could happen. So I think it's just like, you have to go for yourself. Right.
0: For sure. And I've had that conversation with quite a few moms who overschedule, overdo, um, overwork when they don't necessarily need to. And the one question I ask them in those moments of overwhelm is, why are you doing this? You know, you you are replaceable. They could replace mm-hmm. you tomorrow. And if you're not going to take the quality time that you need to, deserve, want to, I mean, you could step back for sure. And if you think they're going to replace you, they could. But the, you still offer value. You still offer greatness. And you taking a step back to serve your family, to hang with your kids, to do the things. I mean, we we only live once, right? Mm-hmm. The very important lesson to to understand, even though it's a hard one to swallow, but it's very true.
1: It's so true. And I think sometimes as a single mom, I feel like I have to like do it all, and mm-hmm. I have to um, like be this this thing like it's like I have to prove I, I I never wanted my kids to feel like they were missing out on anything because I'm a single mm-hmm. mom yeah but then, like there are things that 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 matter and the things that don't matter right so like I obviously don't want them to miss out on the time with me that's what matters that's mm-hmm. the more important time so it's like taking those moments um even like using your vacation days. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it sounds so simple mm-hmm. but that's I used to like hoard vacation days for what, like, why are we doing that? We need to like use our vacation days, take a mental health day. Yeah. I a couple weeks ago, I took off a Friday. I had worked a lot of hours. So I took off the Friday. I pulled my kids out of school early and I took them to Cold late to go tubing because mm-hmm. I was like, it is last weekend. We're going to be able to do this. We're going to go on a Friday when it's not busy. We drove down there. We went tubing. We went out for supper after like got ourselves and drove home. And it was the best day I ever had. And I texted my friend and I said, I need to take more, like once a month, I need to do like a mental health Friday, you know, mm-hmm. and whether I go do it by myself or I take the kids and do something like that again, like, but I need to do that because why do we feel like we need to work so much? Yeah, <laughs> For what?
0: It, it gives you a reset. It gives your family a reset. Yeah. It gives you a reset and you can come back mm-hmm. with a fresh perspective. Yeah. We have very, we're very hard on ourselves our society now is so hard on ourselves, but it's so important. Like you said, you have to do things for yourself. We have to be aware, especially with this universal shift that we are given this opportunity to start again, try again, mix things up Mm -hmm. and being aware of how overscheduled we were is come to light for so many families. And although some want that, because that's they crave going back to the old. Um, there's so many people who want to develop new patterns and habits, and we're being forced to by having to keep repeating these this lifestyle with no unknown ending. Yeah. Right. So we're being yeah. we're being forced to develop and try and change, and it's uncomfortable for so many. But there's such great opportunities in these little lessons if we just take the time to understand them and be present in our family life and our work life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. such great messages. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is so inspiring. I think to hear your story and how you look at things. I have probably one more question for you before we wrap this up. I mean, we could probably talk for hours here, but we we can (laughs) always have you back. We can always do this again. Um, we'll see where our alignment lines up on the next conversation. But what is your favorite quote?
1: Oh, oh, that's a good one. Um, You know, I, you know, I would have to say, oh, it's like I have so many, but I think if I had to pick one, it would be that one where it's like, um, oh, my goodness. And now I'm going to blank. But it's like, but what if I but what if I fall? But it's mm. like, but. But, oh, my darling, but what if you fly? Right. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, it's your favorite quote. You should probably know the whole thing, Kristen. But anyway, it's that one. I'm putting you on the yeah. spot now, yes. Yeah. I know I think exactly. that'd be my favorite one. I try to think of it often because it's like, yeah, like you you could fail, but you could also not fail. So why not just try, right? Like, and that's All the right. thing I think I, just, I don't try enough sometimes i'm like or maybe i do
0: (laughs) i think you try i think you are um a 10 out of 10 i (laughs) i think that you're too hard on yourself and you're such a a light person to be around and fun and energetic and you're such great you have such great energy and your daughters and your son are picking up such wonderful messages from you as you strive to be the best that you can be and Your dad should be so proud of you and the choices (laughs) you've made. (laughs) You've mentioned him a few times, so I think he's very important to you. And I think he is probably very proud of who you've become and how hard you've worked. And I am so happy to be able to connect with you this way. This is really cool. I like it. I love it. Mm -hmm.
1: It was a lot of fun. It's so nice to just chat and yeah, I liked it.
0: (laughs) Great. Well, I will... uh, catch you another time another day and we'll keep the conversation going sounds good thank you so much Kristen, for sharing that's very cool i love it thank you friends for being here today i would love to know what you enjoyed and what you would like to hear more of If you can take two minutes to share this episode with a friend, and most importantly, follow Soul Inspired Decisions on your favorite podcasting app and leave a five-star review, I would love to continue this journey with you. If you are an ordinary mom and have been inspired today, please share your takeaway by sending me a DM on Instagram at inspiredcoachingbycarrie. If you know you're meant for more and have just decided it's time to take action, you can head to inspiredbycarrie.com. I would love to work with you in making extraordinary decisions. Until next time, remember, you may think you are ordinary, but I know that you are truly extraordinary. Take care.